with Jai Jagdish here. I need to hear you on this one. You know what Guru is? Yeah, fuck oh, being comfortable. Because it's just... It's not just a word. Comfortableness, I feel, is the... <laughs> Like even just being too warm, being too like comfortable in bed. Like comforts have have their necessities, but if we're just always in our comfort zone, so we're not really living. Like the the magic happens outside of what we realize is even going to happen, and breaking free of the day-to-day -day normalness and routines and jumping out of that into something fully where our heart's beating, our adrenaline's going. We're not thinking as much because we're just living. That's what I'm craving. I'm craving getting out of my mind and into my body and feelings by doing things that, yeah, steering fear in the eye is awesome. So it's epic to have some compadres. Yeah, they came for that. <laughs> that was Nick Corliss coming in hot with the f bombs and uh and the wisdom. I uh, might need to tick the explicit box on this one. This is Duggett, the podcast. Welcome to episode 19 of Dug It with a man Nick Corliss and I've also got um, Graydon Parker, Mr. Plums, so Nicky Avocados and Mr. Plums or Graydon Plums, two of the lads, the legends from Organic Mechanic and this is an interesting one and uh, <laughs> it's full of laughs but it's um it was late one night and me and Nick were just talking about our fears and different things. Uh, I think it was about midnight. Um, and then we decided to have a quarter of a hash cookie as well because there was one lying around. Not that I dabble in that thing a lot, but um, we put the judgments aside. If you're really interested in uh, that kind of thing, listen to Rum Dust's talk on psychedelics. It's something new that's kind of I'm fascinated with, just as an idea, not as... Um, not encouraging it or not encouraging it just uh considering it as an option so but anyway i'm not going to delve into that we kind of um delve into some interesting subjects though primarily about facing fears so getting out of your comfort zone and, and living life at at the edge isn't it kind of alluded to at the start of that that little intro um and there's some really interesting ones i've been looking at uh some advice from uh, what's the guy's name the scientist Mr. Feynman Feynman I believe it is I'll correct uh, myself if that's wrong in the show notes but and and he, had, he was a famous scientist and, and philosopher kind of amazing guy and he wrote a book and encouraged people to do things like ask for a dollar off a coffee or lie down in a restaurant or just challenge your, your those neural connections in your brain to open yourself up to new ways of thinking and um, 
and living. I just feel so constrained sometimes, like I'm doing, even as I'm kind of trying to create a different life, there's still things that are traps that I fall into and societal norms, which are just often things that were just created in the West that aren't necessarily good or bad, but you need to question them. And often they're, I think, there to make things easier, which in the long run makes things harder and makes things worse. It's like a lazy boy chair might feel good for a moment and then you lose your core strength and then you can barely get up off the floor and it causes all kinds of issues. So I'm into just doing things different, really kind of mixing it up and we've got some good examples here. Uh, lately, it's been the cold showers for me. We did some uh, the ice swimming or the swimming in the sea every day in winter. Um, Try to do that twice a day at the moment, and uh, uh, the little challenges I asked for, the 50 cents off the coffee the other day, um, I'm putting this podcast out at 1 a.m. too, even though I've got an early class, just because I've got to do it, I've got to make it happen. Um, what are some other things? Doing this organic movement camp this weekend, which is, uh, you know, it's challenging just to put yourself out there. You don't, I, I kind of want to be a, I think I referenced it in the talk that James Altucher, I think it was, that said, if you're walking down the street and you feel, if you feel like you're walking down the street half naked or naked, anyone's looking at you, you're kind of halfway there in terms of the level of comfort. So I'm trying to get used to maybe a, <laughs> if you're nude swims, I'm not sure about walking down the street, that might get you arrested, but that's the kind of sensation you want to have. And, and uh, that's the kind of stuff we delve into today. So it's uh, me, uh, I should introduce Nick, Graydon and myself. And uh, Nick's room, we're sleeping on the floor actually, interesting, well, we're lying on the floor because Nick's been sleeping on the floor. So um, that's a good one to try and do as well. And uh, it's a bit, a bit of a late night chat over a, a cookie and a bag of, I think we might have even got the chips out, eh? and some spring water and uh, just these guys are legends it was a pleasure to sit down with them hopefully we'll bring you more of these if you enjoy them I I actually just listened to it again then and uh, <laughs> it was really enjoyable so I hope you uh, hope you dug it as always leave some reviews questions comments uh, any feedback would be much appreciated. Subscribe on iTunes. That's and, and ref, word of mouth is the best thanks ever, because um, you just put these out for free and don't expect anything. But if it uh, comes my way, then that's wonderful all the same. So, and if you're interested in the organic movement camp, um, message me. Even if you don't have enough money to do it, I was just charging ninety, which isn't a lot for what we'll be doing. Um, all the teachings of Wim Hof, Ido Portal, the the adventures, the uh, the food, this amazing accommodation we've got. Um, it's going to be next level. So hopefully, do some more of those. But if, if that's still even out of your budget, I just want to include people here. So just let me know. Nothing's um, out of limits. Face that fear too. Just ask. Just ask. That's the way to do it. So lots of love as always. Uh, and uh, hopefully this sparks your curiosity and tag and if you're doing something crazy tag it tag me and i'd love to see it so or let me know what it was that kind of threw you out of the comfort zone and um and 
yeah I think that's it here we go the I think I called this one six drugs and keratin or maybe something about fear I'm not sure the name I'm gonna call it yet but I think it's something six drugs and keratin sounds quite good but it's more about the fear that's the main the main thing you can maybe take out of it so and all an organic mechanic kombucha make sure you're getting into some of that you can use that promo code Dugget for 20% off online and um, and uh, that'll help you feeling better than alright it'll have you feeling tip top okay think less experience more here we go and uh, one last note uh, I'll put all the stuff in the show notes because I'm just including the intro I'm not doing a separate intro uh, outro for this one but uh, the song is called Gura well it's by Guranam Singh it's called Satnam and it's uh, one of uh, Nikki and I's favourites to sing along to to play the bongos to to get going in class so hopefully enjoy this one I couldn't get the legit version this is kind of a re- live recording version but that's all good it's worth the, worth the sing along nonetheless think less experience more sing more let's sing it together Now you might as well turn that closer to you. That's how I just got on Treasure Island. That's how they were doing it. You need to turn that mic to you if you're starting to to you if you because you're talking. So we got this is a bit of an impromptu one. Turned up at the house. Nick was just what was that video you're watching? It was pretty funny. Getting the 300 laughs of the day. What video? Angry Dads oh, or something. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watching a video about a guy who put a sign on the back of his dad's car that said honk if you're horny and his dad didn't know about it and so they both hopped <laughs> into the car and it's just a video of his dad's reaction and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the dad's just like, it's red, I can't go, what are they beeping at me yeah, for? Yeah, What's this guy looking at me all weird for? Like, just throwing his hands up. Yeah. Throwing some it's F-bombs. It easily got the, the 300 laughs. Those deep yeah, got, laughs. Yeah. And then we were just talking about kinds of quantum physics, quantum girls, quantum cookies, the works, and thought this was too good not to share. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but on the the main thing we were talking about was our um, mutual love of getting out of the comfort zone and breaking the bubble of life wide open and intentions. I was talking about I did a post before about how reading this book Natural Born Heroes how gyms are just they're set up to make the gym owner money but they're not necessarily there to do you any good you're not getting sunshine you're not moving how you'd naturally move in the world you're wearing all this clothing and gear and then you're buying into this whole product and you're missing out on just doing 
going for a huge adventure and getting fit on the way and actually moving naturally and this whole book was on that and this whole movement done yeah I did this post anyway and it was kind of a little bit anti-gym guys but just putting a <laughs> I kind of felt a bit uncomfortable about it and then a couple of things other things happened just talking about getting out of that comfort zone how it can be a good place to grow that's kind of where the magic happens as I don't know if it was Jam Alter just said he's if you feel like we'll you're go with walking, that. yeah, we'll go with James. If you're walking <laughs> down the street and you feel like you're half naked, everyone's looking at you. No, full naked, I think, which would be that might be one of the things to do. Then you're kind of halfway there. And the other thing we're talking about the coffee challenge, too, of just asking for a dollar off your coffee just for the fun of it to break the mental autom- automation. Mm. Yeah, so me and Doug are going to do. And Grady, if you're keen, and whoever else is keen, oh, what's going on the podcast? It's We're gonna uh, do official. Thirty days, and each day stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something massively to step out of the comfort zone, and it could be anything from going for a swim that day when it's freezing cold and raining outside, to doing a public speaking seminar, to singing in the middle of Queen Street to meditating in front of people or lying down on the street just doing a range of different things to get out of the comfort zone you've already done that one you can't do that one again eh? oh for yeah for the record nick yeah dressed up in a business suit the other day (coughs) went down and meditated in the middle of queen street (laughs) yeah that was awesome and what well okay what what prompted that I've been toying with the idea for a while about meditating in a public place and like the in the busiest place possible for my own practice of being able to meditate and have a stillness of mind when it's real chattery and there's a lot of like people around and a lot of noises and a lot of stimuli being centered in in my being in that state and then also I was thinking about how what's the point of meditating in a silent space you're never going to get the world's most silent space with incense i think you were talking about this eh? incense and uh like natural music and and the sea and the ocean and stuff it's going to be busy so being able to stay centered in this in this modern world and in a meditative state is is superly super beneficial and yeah. the the suit part and the oh that as well was just to try and get other people to think about it because how random <laughs> <laughs> is it somebody wearing a suit in the middle of the street meditating like in the middle of the street and when you're going down on the cell phone being like <clears throat> close the deal close the deal sold just yeah business chat and then yeah to try and really get into the get into character the, yeah get into the character of, yeah method acting yeah it's like you're pretty much leonardo dicaprio yeah might as well be (laughs) in the same league yeah like people are like fuck is that leo (laughs) with that acting um yeah walking along and being in a stressed out state and then transitioning my energy to a real relaxed centered state just so people could observe the difference and how it's so crazy that we're living in this planet so stressed all the time the one thing i thought too was like 
suits or the suits I used to wear I could barely sit down in them or move in them you know I wouldn't be I probably couldn't meditate in my suit pants it's like man you wear pay this money to do something that restricts you that much mm. you know the suits of the future will be made out of like <coughs> yeah we're all just lemon suits this, probably like this box of why, why do we wear suits why are we yeah why do we wear tires and why do you have to wear that outfit to go into work like, who made that up you know I don't know, that's probably got a fascinating history. There's... And then, well, because I think that guy... Wasn't Bob Jones? He wouldn't hire people. It's like old school business people. He's probably just trying to impress the boss. And the boss is old school and that's how he was employed. So he wants to see someone turn up in suit because that means you take the job seriously. But is taking the job too seriously the problem? Hmm... And we got grades, D plums, for the first time. No? It's probably Chinese first time. Dose. No, we did the full one with you, but this is the first. You missed down the last group one, though, eh? The Carvercast. Yeah. So this yeah. is the chips, pooch, banana. <laughs> and you just finished up a quality bowl of cereal, and there might be a little bit of hash cookie hitting soon. But nothing crazy. This is. But he just got back from Tyler Tolman. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. You might have to talk a little bit closer to the mic too. But how interesting. <clears throat> Getting hit already <laughs> with this cookie, eh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting because he he started off the the talk openly talking about how he would smoke cannabis. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah, when he was younger, and how he was the youngest of eleven different siblings, and he didn't he didn't know his dad until he was thirteen, and his dad Don Tolman, you guys know that dude? The, the, I've heard of it. Bit of a guru. Yeah, the cowboy of natural health. Mm-hmm. But um, he met his dad when he was 13 after growing up on a, on the American standard American diet, SAD diet. What does the SAD stand for? Standard American diet. Oh, yeah. Which is like, I was thinking it was like some fancy acronym, but yeah. Yeah, you can imagine what that is. Yeah. And he got the opportunity to go and live with his dad when he was 13. and it, And he just kind of evolved out of the the whole paradigm of eating all that crap and just kind of damn man I'm just I don't know if I should be in here right they <laughs> 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 should no, be it's scary like this is good yeah well because like, yeah we just I've never done speaking yeah I've never done much of anything really, like it was always sports focused and like uh, drugs and smoking and stuff's bad. Never really knew why it would be, well smoking just didn't seem like the people that did it were. But after one experience on a hash cookie, I was like, this is, can enlighten and just enlighten you. 
Yeah, how do you feel? What's your feelings right now being in a um, choney state? Choney means high on marijuana. How do you feel being chonied? It's an interesting feeling. It's kind of um, the fact that there's a microphone in front of your face makes you a little bit anxious and a little bit kind of like uh, you you have to kind of say something. Whereas I don't normally wouldn't normally be forced to talk. I would just kind of you know. But the the feeling there's kind of like an undertone of anxiousness. But I feel like you can that everyone gets that, and it's just. A certain level of being able to grab the reins of it, you know. Mm. Do you guys feel that too? I'm feeling that now a little bit. Yeah. Like, um, because I remember the first, well, the time of the week it was highlighted all the little bits of baggage and little uh, kind of doubts you have, and it can just exaggerate those if you're not careful and kind of it can run away on you a bit I think that's kind of life though isn't it it exaggerates the polars of life like you can be rock bottom or rock you know super high but then you get the the sense of connectiveness which is unlike anything else well it's like, like, like meditation but a different I remember seeing I could sense the other dimensions and everything and space and time and actually feel these concepts which I hadn't really felt before and was talking to Nick about um this guy on the Daniel Vitalis podcast uh, and he, he uh, worked for the Dalai Lama Gandhi and the prisoner Thailand and he was talking about quantum physics and mind is not just the brain and the body it absorbs all kind of energy and it can tap into all kinds of stuff but um the idea, yeah, they're talking then they go into tangents of energy and how particles can be related and taken worlds apart. Like one particle could be in Australia, one could be here, and they're they're in synchro they're synchronized, they're like paired. And you could change one, it would change the other automatically, faster than the speed of light. So the other, there's all these other forces and things at play in quantum fit and like how we look at things distorts its perspective and. Just fascinating. I was like, this, you know, Einstein, Steve Jobs, all these guys, great minds, have all felt and experienced these concepts of time and and connectiveness and oneness and and for me before they were just theories. I was like, yeah, they kind of make sense. Never felt it. Even meditation, it was like it was a. I don't know, it was just different. It was this, yeah, same, but different. That I felt like I was in just in one state of meditation. I'd come, like, go in deep, and then maybe come out, and then be like, oh, I was in deep for a second. And then this, I can be in both realms for a little while, like, aware of both at the same time. Man, that sounded serious. I don't know what I'm talking about. I That's like kind of what it felt like, though. About which blows my mind about the act of observing changes the way atoms move. 
like the the split it's the split particle theory where they've done it's actually a thing we just no it's a straight up theory yeah, yeah in quantum physics where because you could probably say anything right now and be like sure no it's, but like it's, that split. It, yeah, yeah no it's it's uh like the proven theory yeah. and it they've basically done the split split theory test where they i'm not sure exactly the science of how they do it but they shine a light and the particles when you're not observing are in one spot and when you a human observes the particles they change so just the act of us staring at something or talking to someone our inner state changes them or the situation we're in or materials that we think are physical but they're actually everything's moving so it changes these like physical objects but we just don't know it yeah i'd never thought people always talked about energy and i was like that's wishy-washy stuff <laughs> and then the scientist guy is talking about how everything's energy that our voice is a vibration that's going through this mic sound vibration of energy that then gets transferred into electrical energy that gets re recast on your headphones or wherever you're listening um back into sound energy and all your it could be hubla gubla goo and your mind reorganize that energy into something you can kind of then rationalize or comprehend it's just and everything's like that everything's the energy being passed received and given and then interpreted mm. and then we're only comprehending a tiny percentage of that like the brain's absorbing so much stimulus this guy was like if you knew what you were absorbing you'd all be psychotic you know and then even psychosis and mental disorders he feels uh, a distortion of your you think you're separate from everyone like uh, you know if you realise you were all the same kind of thing you'd maybe come back to I don't know, I'm not going to do it justice but yeah, it's worth tuning into that Denver tell us one but there are a lot of issues are just a lack of separation like as soon as you felt oneness it solved a whole lot of problems from mental anxieties and depressions and things like that to um, yeah well it's a funny one it's it's cool to look at so we were going to intentions with that like intentions of the energy right and that's yeah and and breaking down what is real because so much of what we've been taught is just by other humans that thought they knew this was how the world should be and even language is like a lower form of communication because we're just speaking but most people if you're looking at someone I think 90% plus of communication is, is non-verbal it's the way you look your eye movements the eyes can tell more than what you're even probably saying so breaking down the what we've been taught and what's actually real in today's world and how to bring that back yeah, that book Blink by Gladwell is good, eh? Just like you instantly can get the vibe of someone in a situation. Mm. 
Yeah, what did he say? He could tell our relationships. Uh, whether it was going to last with, with like with like a ten minute conversation with a couple or shorter or a minute or, and just instantly tell whether they're going to be together forever or not. Are they kind of like ingenious? You know, a, a guy who's an expert on statues just getting a funny feeling looking at a statue, even though all the evidence says it's a real statue from the certain period and it's made of this marble and this museum wants to buy it and he looks in and goes oh it kind of makes me feel a bit queasy it's probably you know you guys should probably look at that whether it's actually legit and say how the you know how the brain work all that out and just come up with a queasy feeling and that's what you're going off I suppose yeah it's a fuzzy one it's a fuzzy word Queasy. Words are buzzy. Do you ever think you sit there and you like say a word a few times and you're like, what is that word? That's just like snow, 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 and then you're like, it's this, it's S in Choo. Choo. <laughs> Yeah, but we, yeah, we're gonna go to um set that intention of breaking norms every day out of the comfort zone yeah, the cold like water swims because it's just comfortableness I feel is the like, even just being too warm being too like comfortable in bed like comforts have, have their necessities but if we're just always in our comfort zone we're not really living like the the magic happens outside of what we realize is even going to happen and breaking free of the day-to-day normalness and routines and jumping out of that into something fully where our heart's beating, our adrenaline's going, we're not thinking as much because we're just living, that's what I'm craving. I'm craving getting out of my mind and into my body and feelings by doing things that yeah steering fear in the eye is mm. awesome so it's epic to have some compadres here that are keen for that and uh we got a bit of a we're in nicky avocados room and he's ditched the bed for the floor so he's kind of he's sleeping in that philosophy of uh <laughs> I actually am uncomfortable with this. And I I went for it last night for a little bit, but um, I felt like the dust of this carpet where I was wasn't great, so I went back to bed, but... Vacuums. Yeah, that could help do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel just the same. I feel it build up for a while, and then suddenly, snap, I have to... I've realised I've been lured down this rabbit hole and suddenly I feel like I've got everything sorted and uh, life is good I'm not challenging myself because fear of risk of losing I think the risk of losing what I've got is mm. what um, you know the the old Jesus proverb of you know the rich man it's harder to get in heaven than you know camel through the eye of the needle you don't want to give up what you've got but then that's the fear eh like that's the fear and that's what Oprah, I was listening to Oprah Winfrey today and she was 
talking about whenever you have a crisis or a situation or, or a problem or something you need to get clarity on take a big deep breath center yourself and come back into yourself and make the next decision from that state and after that making that decision center yourself again breathe meditate and then make the next decision from that state mm. to then try and always come from that space of love and connection and oneness instead of the the fear state because she was she was saying that there is no mistakes everything's perfect it's all a lesson and if we remember the oneness then there will be no yeah you can't really get too down about things because everything is all good yeah it's like like that in the like reading the bhagavad gita reading how the the story of that unfolds the the like how krishna is the the closest friend of arjuna who is a young a prince who is a warrior and he at the start he gets really kind of he doesn't want to fight because the other side of the war is all of his his family and his his grandfather and his t- his teacher who taught him everything he knew but being a kshatriya i think that's how you say it a warrior it w- it's his duty to fight and even though he was feeling all of this compassion and overwhelmed by all of this kind of like even if they won the war the kingdom that he would have would be full of like sin and blood um but what Krishna tells him is to overcome all that and realize that like even though even if they die even if he if he didn't fight he would be he would lose his all respect in the kingdom he he'd rather it would be better for him to die on the battlefield rather than run away mm. and it's better for all of those people to die as well because they're all going to reincarnate as as the one anyway it's all one mm. that yeah that realizing that kind of gives you a bit of free freedom do you think like that death we're talking about that death reminder like you're gonna die and if this isn't this consciousness is just one step in that reality or that you do get re well there's always something there so there has to be something there if we tap into this and this is beyond the physical world then you know I remember thinking I could see everything play out in the physical world so that wasn't the answer do you ever have that feeling like you know you know you're going to die you know it's inevitable you know whatever you do in this life is is short and it's got an infinite it's like you've already you've already seen someone play the end of Sonic the Hedgehog and, cl- and clock it mm. and you're playing it and you know oh it doesn't matter anymore I know what the ending is it's I can keep playing it just for the fun of it but at the end of the day there's something else yeah Nekat Tolle talks about in his book The New World you could be doing your purpose and you could be like living your dharma 
but if it's not coming from a place of presence then it's you might as well not be doing it <laughs> and I think what he's talking about there is like the present energy is like that's just what's the realness like if you're mm. stressed out living out your your dharma or your purpose in the world then what benefit is that going to bring to the earth which has no time or space but it it just maybe what we're here for to be is be like as present as possible and, and there we can shine as bright as possible in the rest of the world yeah being present such a profound one the great in I borrowed the book of great in uh, Ram Das <coughs> be here now and that's the revelation that book I'm nearly finished that's all about that and the veil even to see read today when on the exact point of seeing the once you realize that that veil of reality start to come down you can't like put it back up it's like you see you've seen it now you've seen like the actors behind the curtain so you know it's just all an illusion and so that's just like a slippery just the the curtain just keeps coming further down till you like you know you still you still get get caught though, eh? Like that, I yeah. find myself you still just kind of like get caught or catch yourself falling into like oh, I need to get that or I need to be here or I need to do something. What is that that traps you, pulls you back? Do you think? Sensual gratification. So you're always just trying to please your senses, whether that's like your taste, your like, any of your senses. Mm. I feel that's like the last grip of the illusion. I feel like that was food. I was wondering whether, you know, you meant to really just enjoy food and just like revel is revel the right word like embrace it fully all the senses and actually enjoy them for what they are but just as like it'd still be disattached from them somehow you know you know it's not everything but you can still enjoy it enjoy the best, best of both worlds but then there's a I feel like that could be a bit of a cop out if you're just like I'm just going to keep eating this dessert and get a second helping a second helping until I feel shitty and try and make that a good experience. Yeah. It doesn't... Even um, Tyler Tom was saying, like, the hardest, the hardest, the easiest thing to do on the planet to, to heal your body is to stop eating. But the hardest thing to do on the planet to start healing your body is to stop eating. <laughs> that might be me tomorrow fast. I think that's... An, that's the out of the comfort zone everything's a paradox in life everything's the more you have to see everything as a paradox like you like to get into to get somewhere you have to like not like to get somewhere you have to almost not want to be there like the person who really wants to be Kobe Bryant I really want it you're almost too attached to it that you're never going to be he's just being himself like doing his natural talent 
Mm, I found that in sports of, and I think it can mess you up in a lot of ways. But in in sports, I found whenever I was thinking about the outcome of winning the game or playing really well, or you know, yeah, we come away thinking so much about like winning, then I wouldn't play as well because they would just take me out of the moment instead of being real present and just enjoying the game and and playing and letting go wanting to Mm. win having the intention of winning but letting go of the idea of winning or losing and just playing in the moment and because that would just take me out of the present and i'd have way more anxiety yeah the rum dust thing i talked about the gates of like into samadhi atman or you know that kind of greater consciousness but that people that were so tapped in already but they're so tapped oh, one guy is a famous guy Alan Watts I think it was his appreciation for everything was so great like, like this is amazing like a cow shit I can see the universe in this you know everything he could he could be enlightened and to see everything as being just beautiful but the fact that he was could he didn't want to lose that like <laughs> that was stopping him from like pretty much being enlightened was the fact that he was enjoying that or had he was attached to that little tiny bit was stopping him from going all the way I thought that's quite interesting old Alan old Alan <laughs> we'll have to give him the one up like he's got a few this is how it is few boss YouTubers. Um, okay, so we're doing the... Well, I might throw the fast in tomorrow. That's out of the comfort zone. Could be a good one to go out of the comfort zone. Fuck, that's, a t- that's actually massively It's actually a tough one just to go zone, for. A, eh? yeah. Not to eat. Yeah. For me, at least, I find it real difficult. Well, when we did it the first time here, it was good because it was a bit of a group. Well, that's what we're doing now. We're putting some group... Um, accountability aren't we I was, I was talking to cam about it today he was like oh what's the um we need to create the perfect environment and i was like oh what do you mean like do you mean like doing it in, in your van or something and he was like oh i've heard that like raj <laughs> raj might like come into the kitchen and just like make an epic feed <laughs> and then like break <laughs> cause everyone to break their fast <laughs> that happened to me last week oh did it with Raj, yeah. Yeah, if I see some food around, it's, it's so much environment. Yeah. Probably what we should do is... Because I don't want it to be around when I'm like, i got a free dinner party at some epic restaurant or something. But like, the last time I fasted was it... Oh, the one I did before that was I knew I was going to Sydney and I was going to be at a friend's house with just all the food I could eat. So I was like, I've got to do it before that because there's no way I could do it while I'm there. <laughs> My fridge is full of like coconut yogurt and almonds and just nut butters and fruits and salads and everything and toast and limited to- and the good stuff. I went to town and I was stoked I was actually doing some exercise because otherwise I would have felt horrible. Then I think what we need to do is take take the food out of the pantry. Mm. 
just take it all out of the pantry, take all of the food out of the, the fridge, and like put it in a box so there's just no food. And just have a. Or you like you can't open up the pantry and and eat, you know. It's famine. Yeah, like take the. How often do you think you walk past and just? Twenty times a day. Plus. Open the fridge and just. Tap your fingers on the. Open the pantry and just like have a. <laughs> biscuit or a bit of toast or a piece of fruit because you're just bored that's almost like the Instagram of the real world is food what do you mean? you know the Instagram or Facebook it's like I'm just going to sit in here I'll just default go to the yeah. kitchen it's like I'll just default <laughs> No one to look at till I just go to my phone. A fast of Instagram, Facebook, food. You'd have to post about the fast on Instagram after yeah. you did it. <laughs> I were doing this for the benefit of everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah. What I thought about coffee too. I have a lot of coffee. You just gotta make sure you're changing your filters. Is that a f- metaphor for something or the actual coffee Think filter? Think about that. Think about that. TT, you used that today. He was like, oh, I drink coffee. I enjoy drinking organic coffee. But if I was doing that for six months straight, I'd want to have a decent fast every month to just kind of reset his filters. Oh, yes, yes. So we're talking about, like, your body's filter for what it gets accustomed to. Mm. And a month is kind of the time to break that, right? That's to break habits is 21 days or a month. Yeah, so if we're thinking about these, what should we do? So we got the 30-day no or something out massively out of our comfort zone each day 30 days massively out of our comfort zone each day and all we're all accountable oh it'd be quite good to do a like a summary of those at the end just look back on it at the end of the month and be like damn this day i did this that day i did that i think you have to plan them as well Mm. because because you could get Wake up and be like, shit, I got work, I got this, I got yeah. get to 10pm and be like, I haven't done my jam. <laughs> and at that point you can just jump out of your car. <laughs> <laughs> or walk home. What's <laughs> going? Just get a lift home with a stranger. Oh, that could be one. That <clears> is one. Hitchhike. I never hitchhiked. You hitchhiked? No. No, never. That would be quite a good experience. Would it not? Say not even far as well, just if you hitchhiked from... Just over the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I try to convince Jade almost to hitchhike back home, and I'm like, oh, can't make someone do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to drop her home. Well, like, ah, oh, I might have been late for work if I did. Great to pick up my friend Jade. Felt really bad about it. To even suggest such a thing would have been it. 
one of them been coming from the right intention well, it was just a selfish intention it wasn't a liberating one for her anyway that was just a little <laughs> squeak on the floor I think yeah, it's <laughs> um, okay what anything else comes to mind um, the the dollar I wouldn't mind doing the dollar off the coffee again or 50 cents I think is actually enough to ask for this kind of breaks the mental you go into a cafe just like kind of 50 cents of this coffee please breaking the norm eh? breaking like this mm. society's norm is I think our uh, one of our goals here on the on the planet is just to crack nuts open by you can move the mic too if you by expanding our energy say when we walk into a room or you know knowing who we are knowing being centered being congruent like our what Don Miguel Ruiz talks about like our mind human library <laughs> Don Miguel Ruiz the uh, <laughs> the four truths <laughs> and, is he, he, and he talks about is it four agreements Don Miguel was he Don yeah. yeah man that's good and he talks about being impeccable with your word and that's your thoughts your actions mm-hmm. what you say being all aligned and so you're just coming zoom, your energy is present you're there you're you're speaking all in alignment and it's way you're way more shining in the world mm-hmm. and in each situation which allows other people to shine as well that's a really tough one. That's like such a simple but difficult but profound, like life-changing, just that power of the word. And that even can turn into manifestation if you're that aligned, mm. like Conor McGregor. Who <laughs> <laughs> Dropping names. Yeah, Dropping this is the name drop sesh. Conor, tuning in. So Conor, if you're listening, like, yeah like credit goes out to you and I can appreciate you putting out into the world years ago saying that you were going to be one of the best fighters in the UFC and and then he talked about how the law of attraction how putting it out into the universe and speaking it and saying it the universe just configures to make it happen instead of us living small and and living quiet yeah, that's that old Mandela too. That we fear being great. It's our biggest fear. And uh, what, what about, what's your opinion on Kanye? Because he's kind of quite vocal. I enjoyed his last uh, Alan DeGeneres like video. If you guys have oh, seen that, yeah. which is him just super present, not really caring about what anybody is thinking. And he's just going off about whatever he wants to go off about, mm-hmm. which is cool, you know? It's like just being a kid, not even thinking about judgment or mm. not even thinking. I think in the thing he said on the Ellen DeGeneres show, was like, why think? It's like a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I, I do quite like that. Well, I quite like his style, even though... You know, I think someone is doing something like that is you gotta commend them. It's tough to like just throw it all out there. 
throw it out. Throw it out, but that's that's the life you want to live. Yeah. Shine. Shine. Shino. Shout out oh, to you, bud. To. Yeah, our friend Shino is an enlightened being. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? Like playing small, like that whole kind of. Because the world doesn't the need movie. more successful people. <laughs> what was that bit? You know the quote off the movie. What? Uh, you know the movies. Um, yeah, where they talk about that. That's the quote. Like the world doesn't need more people to play small to help other people feel better about themselves. It needs like our greatest fear quote. Yeah. The world needs more people that fear nothing mm. and shine, shine our brightest light. What? Yeah, I think. What? I mean, what's the the alternative? Is just to be quiet. Hmm. And when you you're gonna come out of the you're gonna go to the the compost heap either with some good stories and a life lived at your edge or not. Well the impact as well you have on the world. Hmm. That's something I reckon is gonna be cool from doing this is like afterwards it'll be cool to see where we're at and day to day how how each of our uh, like physiologies and expression has changed as well and even having that support of just having a few like a few of us around to back it up because this girl um oh I want to switch to drop names but (laughs) (laughs) I'll be doing it all night man drop some names I'll do a shout out when it's uh where it's Joey Sarah from the So Love. Um, she wrote like a sweet comment about Jimmy's podcast, how she gets kind of like mentally down on Fridays and blah blah blah, and really enjoyed the talk. And then I said I'd give out a book and um, to or, you know to a comment. And she yeah she I guess she kind of got quite personal. She talked about how she was going down to the library and listening to in the bus stop and um here's to being alive blah 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 not blah 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 but smiling from the inside and she loved to save to get the book and and she just kind of felt like she overshared about her uh her anxious words and stuff and i wrote a reply i'm like oh man thank you for that awesome reply comment you know that's so cool and you know it's awesome for you to share that and you know here's uh let me know your address and i'll send you down a book and she was just like oh man i was going to delete that post because i was you know i felt like i'd overshared and it wasn't comfortable and blah 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 Mm. i was like you know how many people uh have one bad experience that puts you back in your box that comfort you know, and I think that's maybe what we can do as a group here is like just back someone up. Like even Serge doing that video the other day. Just like, man, that's awesome, Serge. Just keep keep it going, man. Yeah. 
like because everyone's going to be a bit scared about doing stuff like that i don't think it would get any easier like elon musk or what's his process to be balls deep with the next project he must have some thing whether it's the fear of death or someone just and the whole world's trying to fight what you're doing as well you know I think that's the other thing we don't if you're making any change you're going to have so many haters not haters but people that's mm. going to just going to question what you're doing and that's that's going to lay a bit of a seed of doubt in your mind which makes things just a bit tougher yeah it's it's only it's always only the people that do nothing that are the ones to criticize eh? mm. so you could you could do anything the only way that you couldn't get criticized is if you just did nothing that's funny it seems like a theory but it's just so true yeah but then you get criticized and you're like oh shit I didn't change my, you know, maybe go back in your box a bit. And then it, like, becomes part of your story. And then you don't do certain things because someone made that comment, which got so deep, and you took it on, and it's now become part of your, who you are. Like, someone said you're shit at singing. And so you're just like, okay, I'm shit. Like, I'll never sing again. Yeah. I was listening to that other conversation that you guys had with Franco, and that that's a huge thing, eh? Like singing, getting people out of their comfort zone. Like, maybe we should do a barbershop. Oh, like a quartet? Yeah, like a. Ah! Oh, uh, you come uh, with the. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells rock. Jingle bells all the way. Jingle bells jingle with a jingle bell rock. Jingle all the way. Jingle, 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 ba 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 ba, jubera ba ba, jingera ba ba, jubare do. Hoppity jingle bells. Ringing all the way. That kind of good. Yeah, going off that, it'll be good to add in the forms of expression into this whole stepping out mm. of the stepping out of our comfort zone, because we've got so many forms of expression which get stifled when we're younger, like singing, dancing, moving, speaking, hugging, so hugging. So we've got to try and. I feel like sex is probably like that too, but it's harder. It's a harder one to. It's a harder yeah. one. To, <laughs> yeah, who teaches you that? Eh? It's like yeah, that's that's one. You don't get some. Uh, you don't get much information about that one. I feel like a lot of guys they learn from watching porn. Like as as sad as that is, and it creates this kind of idea of how to treat a woman at the same time and it's how a sh woman should act and it's backwards eh so bad that's why I, I often just bring up sex because I feel like it's one of the ones that's really hidden it's really 
Let's pull off the bed sheets on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like who even how we do anything with the other sex from not even just the sex part from the pickup point to what's the normal relationship to like I love the Daniel Vitalis podcast because he did the marriage the history of it relationships he's got one he's got some good ones on sex from a woman's perspective until it's open it's another thing to like fear and close off and protect and hold like is there a much more sacred act then making we don't even get to talk about how you make a person properly like you get a you get kind of the macronutrients version of making a kid at school like you need you must eat your pro your veggies and your meat and get your protein and your carbs like that's yeah the basic stuff we're taught at school is how to think and to memorize stuff and to how to really get built into the box of like being in the system and being the best human battery for the system I so, th- yeah there's some there's gotta be some, so many wonderful qualities to school I think no there's none <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah I find myself it's easy to bag stuff but but yeah, that that there's so many things that have been around and they haven't changed much since. You know, you think of the caning and the things that have evolved, but they're evolving pretty slowly in many respects. Like homeschooling is going to get bigger for sure. I think that already is kind of taking off in these boutique schools and questioning the way to raise a child because school's tough for kids. Mm. I feel like it's real important as well for, like, homeschool would be cool. But then, like, how how do these kids learn about the community at the same time? Like, sure, you could live in a community of people that kind of cooperate with the school, but then there would be a lot of people who just kind of, their kids wouldn't have, you know, like, do they play with other sco- uh, the homeschool kids or, like, how do they learn about social gatherings and things that, like that? Yeah, the ritual one that they try and... I think that's the evolution of it is you have a group where they do get some community because that's exactly what I thought too. And there's like a, maybe some harsh realities of life which are good, which maybe have to be learnt in that setting somewhat. Do you, do you think? I was talking before about Nick like calling something out, being like, man... I was just getting stuck into a gym for a moment because I'm like, people pay money to go inside to lift (laughs) objects in a certain way without sunlight, without fresh air, without all these things we need and should be, we're paying money to almost do ourselves a disservice. And it's like, is, is, you know, getting too soft and too cautious with kids as well as that, that might be another trap. I think what we're doing here as well, which is so good, and what Einstein did. Because we're in the same was, league, obviously. Yeah. He like, rides what, bikes too. We People are, should ride more, are, more you know? bikes. Like, he was just a human, mm. the same as us. But his main thing, mm, yeah, I think so. 
<laughs> could have been from well we're the same we're, we are Einstein yeah we are we're everyone because we're everyone in, in a way but his main thing when he was younger was he had to just ask so many questions mm. he'd always be asking questions just always just like why why do we do this why what's that about why a bit like Tosh Tosh you Einstein and to- <laughs> yeah, one of our good friends Tosh shout out he's just um what? Just gone to Japan, he's Chilean, Japanese, but he always, not always, but oftentimes if he's not sure about something or why we're doing something, he'll openly just be like, why Why are we doing this? Which is perfect, because we may be doing something and it's not even necessary. But how did he say it? Why? Why? Simple. Why it's one this word. Why this way? Yeah. Should we not? Go to Muscle Monday? Yeah. It's brilliant. No, it's good. I think curiosity <laughs> probably is... I think I heard it on a job podcast. Maybe it might have been two Robins, the T-Dog. Um, about curiosity was like, you can't replace that with anything. Because that's just going to keep you going. You're going to keep searching for the answers... You're going to be hungry. Stay hungry. You're going to question. Because questioning norms. Like there's so many great stories of like logo designs or business ideas have come out of like from the accountant office or, you know, someone who's just not in that. They question the very maybe operation of how the other people work. They just haven't. They're not limited to the same. Is it rain? rain it's raining how do we feel about the the winter weather too let's change in seasons definitely going more inward and anything stopping I feel like I'm a lot slower yep in terms of my thoughts not wanting to really do as much and just yeah, it's an interesting old winter, just really kind of going inwards. Growth, a lot of growth. Yeah. How nice. do you feel, Graydon, about winter? Um, yeah, we're trying to... I've only got two mics, so we have to move the mics around a little bit, try and get the levels right. And um, So we're just trying to get... That sword, I don't think kind of looks. <laughs> <laughs> so we all started sitting up, now gradually reclining down lower and lower into the floor. <laughs> May is a good, a good month because it gets a bit colder and it gets a bit wetter in the morning, a bit more dewy in the morning, which is a good environment for fungus to grow and this particular type of fungus psilocybin um not sure if you guys are familiar with that compound I haven't dabbled it's an interesting winter um tea to have in front of the fire um 
really raw. Why does it grow, do you think, in winter? I think the damp environment, Nick. The, um, the cold, damp environment. Which brings humans more inside and less, they, they're less outside and so they're a bit quieter maybe and so they're having these mushrooms I'm just thinking out loud here maybe the mushrooms are, are an inward experience at the right time yeah I think we're connecting the dots here that's that's it but I think there's so many things we don't understand why they're they're all in harmony like this Michael Pollan cook series on, on bread and egg and and how like wheat and water would only sustain you for maybe a week or you know not very long maybe a couple of months I think you might have said if you just had wheat and water but yeah if you can ferment that wheat and water together to make a bread of sourdough which is just air it's the same elements but you're adding it's picking up some natural stuff from the air it'll last you forever you'll live forever it's like the same ingredients, but just that they've fermented and ripened and, and the bacteria have released these gases and it's changed everything in ways we don't quite know. And we do know some of the ways, but suddenly it's a life-providing food. And when we've tried to recreate that and simplify it, then it, d it doesn't do the same thing. It's fascinating, it's just like bread, you know, like a good bread made the right way can be that, you know, full of that much goodness. What's interesting about that is those same ingredients need to be put together by humans and if they're not done by us, then they're not going to give us like that full, it's not going to be able to feed us forever. But then that kind of comes in, what I've kind of been thinking about it is the, the non-resistance and kind of just like waiting for things to happen, being in the flow and how much, as your dad says, to to swim out to the boat mm, or, or wait on that. shore. And so I think that's why like we do have free choice and we can choose any any decision in each moment we have all these like decisions and choices we can make and making the the decision from like a clear headspace and from that love not in our comfort zone or out of our comfort zone but because that's not even that's kind of just like not even real comfort zones we'd be just man-made because we really should just be out of our box all the time there's different levels of like I was in that cold water the other day and just feeling comfortable but different le different level of like comfort at the edge being comfortable in the uncomfortableness that's, yeah that's the yeah. that's the goodness it's like that first step into the cold water is always the toughest and then once you're in it it's like the body adapts to being in the space not as bad. 
What's your what's your cold showers like at the moment, Dougie? Are you having? It's not that cold. The you, showers. Do you start on warm or do you just hit cold? I just the get whole straight time? cold in the morning. Yeah. Do the rotis. I'm kind of rotisserying at the moment, so I do a few anti-clockwise circles, a few clockwise circles, and for the ten-minute one, I did just the full squat, so I could get this the water all over the head. Because you know the shower heads, they kind of hit. They hit like your shoulder and go down the side of the leg, and then it's like that part starts to adapt. It doesn't feel cold anymore. Then you move, and then if it's cold for a bit, and then it doesn't. But the sea. The sea gives you the whole water immersion, I think, and you're missing the chlorinated water. And it's just to get the natural air, and it just feels like a more, just feels like the way it should be done. Mm. And I think it's a bit colder out this in the sea at the moment, which is nice. Uh, yeah, this is a fluoride-free podcast right now. Fluoride-free. Yeah, this um, it's fluoride-free. Oh, we got fluoride-free water. Man, water's yeah, that's important stuff. Um, yeah, the sea just to swim in the sea feels like the right. I don't know why it just seems like the right thing to do. Well, there's way more sea than the earth. Is there on not? the planet? And so, yeah, it makes sense if we're living right by the sea to, to hop in it. <laughs> and that, um, I always think about how people get itchy lying on grass, but it just means that you're not getting enough of it, and so you kind of, it's irritating at the start. It's like when you put on magnesium oil, and if you're lacking in magnesium oil, you'll start to feel itchy. Oh, because I was feeling quite itchy on that magnesium oil the other night. It was quite tough. Yeah, because you're lacking in it. Is that the truth? Yeah. It's just like they say, uh, if you put it on and then you start to itch. (laughs) You told me that. (laughs) Then you're lacking in it. You told me that the first time, just before I was going to bed, to just rub it in. And once I was lying on my bed, just like itchy as shit. (laughs) The grass one though, I haven't actually looked into the studies of that. It makes sense, but man, I got I get itchy off the grass still, like <clears throat> my back and stuff. Because your back never touches the grass, but yeah. you you don't get itchy on the soles of your feet I hadn't or really your hands. Thought about it though. But then that's the same as I think the water as well. Mm. You know the water. People get itchy jumping in when they come out from the seawater. And oftentimes it's when they haven't been in the water for that long. Like they haven't been swimming in the ocean for for ages. And then they hop in and they feel itchy. Yeah, there's something about the sea for the mind too, just seeing that horizon line. It feels like it's a natural... And there's negative ions, there's all kind of energy things going on too that make you feel good. Oh man, I'm getting pretty jaded. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty choned if you've been listening this long. I wonder if it's like really slow. I think it's slowed down quite a bit. The pauses between the topics (laughs) of... uh, (coughs) You've kind of just got to jump in eh, and just like own what you're saying. Yeah, believe it. Believe what you're saying and own it. And Do you have to know where you're going with it? Do you feel? This. Like when you start talking? Or do you just start talking? 
and just put everything behind it. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, if I was a more if it was a more structured one, you might pull it back to some questions. What about relating it to like topics or joining um, it together so it makes sense? Or do we just not even worry about it makes sense and just keep talking like blibbly blaps, shiggity shaggity? Well, for this one, we kind of had the we were just talking about the fear thing. Yeah. And I just thought the best idea is that no fear is 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 the idea that gets made. So I was like, if we could do it. We'll do it. At least you'll learn from it. If it was like, that was shit. No one listened to it. Yeah. And we're going to need to structure the next one and not <laughs> yeah, yeah. eat chips and cookies beforehand. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. Or maybe it's like through the roof and then you like adapt it, but it doesn't really happen till it's done. <laughs> yeah, we're just doing it however. Um, oh, this is—it's hit me quite nicely. My body's just well relaxed, <laughs> and I think yours is too. I mean, it is—it is coming up to one a.m. now as well. But um, oh, wow. but yeah, I just wanted—was there? I was just kind of going pretty deep, pretty quick. But I kind of feel like because you're probably the only one that's experienced kind of close family member passing away too. Nick, and does that give you less fear, do you think, knowing because you've actually experienced the brevity of life? Yeah, I think that being through that situation kind of makes me appreciate the the now more and learning from my dad as well he was saying at the end of his life don't chase the money <clears throat> um, that was like a big thing he was kind of letting us know in this life that we're living now that he kind of learnt because he was a CEO of a big trucking company and wasn't necessarily chasing the money but you know wanting to do well in that job and earn a lot of money for the family but yeah I think the stress of earning all that money is what um, gave him cancer and I think that's what makes a lot of people sick is stress and we've got a like a question I've kind of been asking is how much money do you need to make? Like what what's more important, lifestyle or or how much money you're making? And and Yeah, so looking at it each day and being like, is this like what I wanna be doing? And if you know, like Steve Jobs says if if you say if you're not, this isn't what you want to be doing, and if you, if it's that same feeling for multiple, multiple days in a row, then something needs to change. If every day you're waking up and you, this isn't, if this was the last day you were living, mm. would would that be what you were doing? Well, Tim Ferriss, I think he did a good podcast. No, just a blog post on it. Uh, like a life lived well, or. 
having a good life or living a good life or was the subtle distinction of like on paper and everything looking good or actually mm. or actually experiencing something good because you think most of those actions are to some kind of imaginary end goal yeah the li- life looking good on paper I think is bullshit because you you know like for us now we could be like oh we've got this business which looks good on paper so why would you stop doing that you know and <clears throat> I know a lot of like CEOs there was the CEO of Vend that stepped down from being CEO in his own company and all of the other, all of his CEO mates were like, "Why would you do that? That's the dream, being CEO of your big corporation." And he was he wasn't enjoying it. He was like, you know, it wasn't making him happy. So, to what extent do we do things for others or do things for ourselves? That's a tough one because you get into a position where you've been given a chance. It's a good opportunity in many respects and a lot of the job's good or whatever you've been given but then you know it's you're doing it it's not making you happy um I think a lot of people will be in that place I feel like I'm in that place sometimes and but then there's the like nut it out and get to the other side and then feel the goodness of that too because you could always be searching for the perfect situation yeah it's all a balance eh like yeah. the grass is greener on the other side and living in the present moment and, and enjoying doing whatever you're doing in that present moment because we met probably of like enlightened people who have been civil engineers and store clerks and but I guess you've got to love whatever you're doing like those dudes would have loved it or brought their love to it in other words the microwave the dirty jobs the bring the passion to the task which is quite nice easier said to some things than others but um I might need to wrap it up I think with some words of wisdom okay the what else we need a couple of things probably to face the fear I'm thinking I might One of my bike running out to Piha, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I'd say Dougie one for you might be to eat a whole cookie. Oh, that would shoot me to the... There might be one though, That'd be, I mean there would be one, yeah. Or two? Two cookies. One for, what we could do is go up to the most attractive girl you see in the street and... Ask her on a date. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm willing to do that this week. Any 
yeah, because I'm single at the moment, it kind of seems like a silly not to do thing. Like, if there's someone that just, this is the whole thing, the bubble thing. Like, everyone's living in these bubbles. It's like, you're just going to break through and just take that. And you could be breaking someone else's bubble too, and there's a whole other world out there. So you could think of it as, like, something bigger than you. Um, but that's one I'm quite keen to do on, to, to, to have a crack at. Uh, I'm going to do that with the podcast too. I'm going to hit some people up that maybe I think are out of my league. Yeah, well, you got us on, so like that was that's, like massive. So it's all downhill. You know, it's all easy. Like, I think it's easy, yeah, easy sailing from once there. You, yeah. Once you kind of hit the tens, well, you're only working with tens or nines <laughs> or down. You know, it's so yeah. I'll give you credit there. Um. Oh, I want to do a skydive too. Well, I don't want to, so I kind of want to do one. <laughs> so things that what you when you think about them, they give you the most fear. Like public speaking, used to, I used to get queasy, talking, queasy in my gut about, you know, like right down here. Down where? Down in my gut, I get real like thinking about something that I'm fearful of. I'll get. I can feel it in the in the gut, and it just feels like oh. And so it's those things that I want to tackle, rid that that feeling. <laughs> oh, what was that? I missed. <laughs> after I just went to the bathroom break, so I'm after listening to what I missed there. <laughs> They're just sabotaging my podcast while I'm out. <laughs> um, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking I might uh, I want to do these Wim Hof events too I think I might just line one of those up just tick it off let's just set a date and just say I'm going to do it and the other one I thought there could be some quite cool kindness ones you know it's quite scary to just give away some money or give away some time volunteer you're the bank of Nick's always the bank of Nick yeah yeah you B-O-N have you heard of them they do a lot of good work in the community they do here yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might put that out on my Facebook if anybody's keen to donate to the Bank of Nick. Anybody listening to this podcast, frankly. Well, so. Conor McGregor's is, so he's got a lot of... Yeah, kind of like I'll do... Well, not even me. It's the, the bank, really, that would do a lot of good in the community. Mm, yeah. It's not about you, the bank. Yeah, it's like the... It's bigger. It's the bank's bigger than, than me. Um... Oh, that's a good start. We'll keep thinking. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, I like it how you put out these podcasts and stuff, Doug, and just like throw them out. I, I want to do some more like videos and, and just kind of put them out and see. Not even see, but just like do it because I want to do it. 
what would the ultimate the ultimate fear factor be what would be the ultimate one you'd be the most scared of doing probably like picking up that mouse pick on that mouse yeah would you, would you guys pick him up I'd he'd probably bite you wouldn't he maybe not It'll scurry up your arm yeah that'd be quite scary but what is that what is that fear of a small <laughs> animal oh man I love how you came at that I was I was thinking like space travel but uh the mouse is good as well Well, everybody has a different fears. The mouse one, yeah, that'd be fearful. But I don't know if it, for me it would be the most. I feel like this is one thing I'd like to do on the bucket list before I part. You know, this is going to really challenge me. Is there anything that kind of springs? Backflip. Backflips. Backflips on mine. That feels like something that kind of breaks all kinds of barriers. All kinds. What's our first one tomorrow? Backflipping samurai. <laughs> oh, oh, is it the fast tomorrow? Are we. I'm wondering whether I should fast tomorrow. Oh. Or is it too just like that's coming in too hot with the. Well, you just bought a whole lot of food, didn't you, too? This is six years today. Yeah. yeah. But, I want to get some food now actually I was like oh oh like quickly know. it's over midnight but you just be like after you wake up fast just do the, one of the, the lunch to lunch yeah well should we wrap it up here because I might come down too so the yeah I reckon space travel is quite scary for me as well but the backflip's a good one that's probably more achievable yeah and in the 30 day period well even just in the next year I mean that's a pretty if you never backflip before, that's all. That's like, all kids should do backflips. Like flips the world on its head. So what else is the body capable of? Any any for you, Nick? Have you ever kissed him, man? <laughs> Not that I can... I've got a lot of fears. But I... Is there one you're less like, man, I'd like to conquer that at some stage? It could be that Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, probably if I saw, like, <laughs> someone of that caliber just going up and... That would be one. Shining. Yeah. I think the ability to shine in in front of everyone, no matter who they are, be it mm. girl, boy, homeless, Obama. Obama, being the same authentic you in front of every human energy is mm. something where I want to be. On that note, that might be it. I like that. Face Good the night. fear. Do it. Great night. Great night. Wonderful night sleeping on the floor, wherever you are. I might just do the outro here. Thanks for tuning in to 
impromptu session if you've been been listening um appreciate the feedback because we'll have to refine it maybe it's so popular welcome yeah and bank and neck details be on the 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 podcast show notes uh that's the water going down um i think that's about it as always think less experience more fear less too and uh just you know jump outside the bubble tomorrow anything the coffee one's a good one start small start big start anywhere do it adios nice I don't think you're gonna try to like that.